0: What's going on, Phil and family? Before we get started, I want to talk to you about something, and that's Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Hold on, let me explain. First, it's free. There's creation tools that let you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many more places. And you can also make money from your podcast. I know that's the part that's the part that everyone's gonna like. You can make money with no minimum listenership. That's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Let's get to the show. Do you like scary movies? <laughs> and gal listen I, I i love the start of this podcast i love saying hello ghouls and gals but nonetheless it's your boy ceo hayes here with my brother my fear brother jb what's going on what's going on man
1: ready to talk some halloween as usual continue uh, the
0: series i don't know if i'm ready but my body is not ready that that's for damn sure but um
1: are we ever yeah. ready to talk halloween
0: I'm, I, next week yes this week no not at all and no
1: we're, we're we're scraping and we're, we're crawling just to get there.
0: Yes, very much so. The finish line, it's almost there, and so you were getting that that last little bit of energy to, to burst through. But before we, we get into <laughs> into talking about that, man, we're gonna talk about some of the news going on in the world of horror. And the first one being the Pet Cemetery images have been released. Now a trailer is going to be released for the new Pet Cemetery movie tomorrow. Um but unfortunately we don't have that today. We just have these images to go off of. JB, what do you think of when you see these new pet cemetery images? And also, I guess you can go ahead and say, what are your thoughts on the original pet cemetery? Is it one of your faves? Um, uh,
1: it, it, it's, um, it's not one of my faves. And the only reason is, first of all, I never saw pet cemetery two. And, um, pet cemetery one, I saw one time and it was a long time ago. I honestly don't even remember much about the film, but I am excited to see, um, see this come back out because it will give me a chance to, to go and watch it and, and see it in a more modern day. So, yeah, I'm happy. I'm sure pe- there's tons of pet cemetery fans out there waiting for this. What about you?
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it it it, it for for what images can do. I mean, the, the, I think the first trailer will will tell me more about like the the style of the movie and everything and 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 the The feel of it but i mean just for for some images i mean i'm excited as i as i possibly could be like i love pet cemetery one and two and uh i think there's something inherently like creepy about like i don't want to get into uh, spoilers for like a 20 year old movie but like so first the whole pets and then then burying your kid like it's just something inherent about when your pet dies, like, if you can bring them back, you would, especially for, for like me, who's a dog person who gets really attached to my animals. Like, I, so for me, it, 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 I guess it touches me there. So yeah, I always like horror movies where it's like, okay, what, would I, would I do this if I could? And probably no, because like, it's something always comes, when it comes back from the dead, it always tries to kill you. But I'm just saying, you, you know what I mean.
1: I feel you. It's just something, but Pet Cemetery as a whole is just different. You don't really see much movies like that. It's usually, you know, we get a lot of the same stuff. Um, that whole uh, animal pet or pet dying, coming back type of thing. You don't really. How many movies like that have you seen? Exactly.
0: Exactly. So there you go. I mean, um, let us know what you guys think about that. Uh, JB, I mean, this, this is your show. Is there anything left you want to say about Pet Cemetery? Nah, no, I just can't wait to see it. Did they say they didn't give a date yet when it's it's set to come out, right? No, as far as I know, there's not been a date. You know, now, the trailer does release tomorrow, so I'm pretty sure, you know, at the end of the trailer, they'll have a date or at least um, the month and the year. Uh, so yeah, right. So they'll, they'll have something um, once that trailer releases. But, oh, you know what? I take that back. I actually, just, just did a little quick research. It's actually, the release date is April 5th, 2019, so it's really not that far away.
1: Oh, yeah, it's just a couple months away, about what,
0: seven months away? Yeah.
1: All right, cool. Add that to the list.
0: It's on the list. Oh, <laughs> The next one, James Gunn, who actually have a, a, a few, it's been some, some news coming out about James Gunn, uh, non-horror. It looks like he'll be either writing or directing the new Suicide Squad movie. But as far as in the world, really? of horror. Yeah. Yeah. So he's leaving the, you know, he got fired from guardians of the galaxy three over at Marvel. Right. Looks like DC swooped him up for the Suicide Squad, which makes sense.
1: Yeah. I'm, I'm excited for Suicide Squad. I mean, um, i have from the people that I know I've had mixed reactions about that movie some liked it some didn't I don't know how you couldn't like Suicide Squad but um I'm interested to see what he does with that cuz uh, you know he had success with um Guardians of the Galaxy so I want to see what he does with that Yeah yeah so but you know, stepping away from the
0: world of comic books. He has this
1: new horror movie
0: coming out called Brightburn, which was supposed to release in, uh, November. So, so, just like a month or so away, which actually now it's gotten pushed back to May 24th, 2019. So we just talked about Pet Cemetery, which releases in April. Now we know, we got another one coming in May. It's funny. It's funny now. And I, You know, I'll hold off on that. What what do you think about James Gunn directing a horror movie in Brightburn? And then I I have kind of a discussion piece. I guess it just came to me. We'll talk about that after we get your thoughts.
1: Sure. Um, My prediction is this movie is going to be amazing. And I'm going to tell you why. With all the shit that's happened with Gunn over the last uh, however long it's been, he's basically went ghost. You haven't really heard much about him. This is his his coming out again, if you will. He's coming back out. So he's going to want this to be good. Because this is his chance to, to to get back into the spotlight and, and one good movie and then everything he's done in the past is pretty much gone and then move forward. So I, I, I'm going to assume that this is going to be a good movie. Um. Also, this is just a side piece. I see that the, it's – I think it's supposed to be coming out Memorial Weekend and other movies that are coming out that weekend. Uh. Not that to say that it's going to rival this or anything, but apparently there's going to be a new Aladdin movie, a live action Aladdin movie that's yeah. supposed to be at the end with that.
0: Yeah, and Will Smith's G- The Genie. He is? Yeah. Didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. He's taking over for Robin Williams as the genie in Aladdin. That's just, that's crazy to me. Um, especially once we see him like in the makeup or whatever, I'm pretty sure it'd be CGI, but they're probably like mocap his face or whatever. That's just going to be interesting to see. It will. But the, the, the the thing I was going to ask you is like, so we're, we basically get, and it's, it's spursed out. So not like a stream of them, but we basically get horror movies all throughout the year. Now I swear when I was younger, it felt like we only got horror movies like towards the end of the year. It was like leading up like fall towards and into the winters. The only time I feel like we got horror movies when I was growing up. But now we get them all throughout the year. What do you what do you think? What do you think the genre? Is it oversaturation with the genre uh, to get it all year? Or do you feel like because I, I feel like like some for some reason, like once the fall weather hits, it feels like horror movie time to me. What do you think about it?
1: Yeah, I mean, I was always used to, and this is me speaking as a teenager, you know, I'm 35 now, so I'm going back, you know, years ago. I remember that the Horror movie came. In like October, maybe towards the end of September, but it was always like October, and obviously because it's Halloween. And like you know, I was a huge fan of like the Saw series, and that always used to come out like almost every year in October. But now it doesn't. It could be any time of the year. And look, we just finished talking about about this gun this gun movie, and that's supposed to come out in Memorial, and Pet Sematary is coming out in April. This is not even this is months way after. Uh, Halloween. So I I think what you're saying it is oversaturated, but at the same time, that that genre is so popular, um, and, and it's so uh, in terms of uh, generating revenue. That why not? And there's people like us who love it, so sure, why not? I mean, as long as they keep putting them out, we're gonna go watch them, right?
0: Hey, as long as they're good, even if they're. And that's the thing. Like I was, I was talking to my wife because she like asked why I watch horror. My kids asked why I watch horror movies so much, and even a bad horror movie, it's kind of like pizza. It's still a horror movie, and I could still
1: watch it. Exactly. Like I, I. It'll still have some of those, some of those things. It may not necessarily be the greatest movie. Uh, and a perfect movie is the movie we're gonna review today, Halloween 6. Is it the greatest movie? You know, we'll get into all that. But the one thing at the end of the day, it's still a horror movie. There's still some, 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 some bright spots, at least for me in the movie. And you're gonna get that with any horror movie. I don't think I've ever seen a horror movie, whether it's a B horror movie, whether it's a, a foreign horror movie, or, or something um, mainstream. That was just literally beginning to end the entire ninety minutes or however long it was it was just absolute garbage. Every minute of it. I've never seen one like that.
0: Yeah, it's it's um yeah I don't I don't I, I there's not many horror movies where you can look at and not take away something positive and maybe that's just because I'm like I said I'm a a super fan of of horror movies. I just love I love that whole genre, but um. Yeah, it, it's not like like a drama, like, for example, like if you get a drama movie or an emotional movie and it's terrible, like it completely takes you out like there's something in horror, whether it's the killer whether it's the the scares, whether it's the kills themselves, whether it's the characters mm-hmm. and how they're reacting to the kill, there's always one of those aspects are usually always good good in some aspect in in some way in harm film. So it keeps it keeps you engaged. So that that's why I like the genre so much.
1: Yeah, I agree, and I think something like horror, there's sort of a blueprint. Like, hey, uh, if you hit these these particular points, you're gonna have at least a somewhat decent movie. And th- like you said, there's other movies like drama and stuff where. I've seen drama movies where the entire movie was start to end was just garbage. Perfect example was, um, that movie with Jennifer Lawrence. I want to say it was called Mother. Oh my God. That movie was absolutely friggin' horrible. Oh my God. See
0: that it's, I'm so torn. Like, so I hated Mother and you know, our good friend Gerald Cooper loved it and he just goes on these, these long rants about why it's so good. And it's, it's like, look, I, that movie was incredibly boring to me. Um, it was one of those ones that I had to struggle to get through Mm -hmm. and, and, and it's not like the acting, like, I think Jennifer Lawrence did a good job in, in her performance. I think a lot of the performances themselves were, it's just the, the, everything, it was such a boring, like nothing happened. I feel like nothing happened in that movie. That's what happens when you try way too hard. Yeah, you overthought, you overthought it could have been so much better. But, uh, let's, let's get back on track here. So another piece of news that we have. Creepshow is returning as a TV series on Shudder. Uh, JB, how familiar are you with Shudder before this, uh, this news and I sent this to you?
1: Um, I've heard of it. I've never seen it. Okay. Not to my knowledge, no.
0: Okay. And I think, I think now with horror fans, everyone needs to kind of familiarize themselves with Shudder. Um, because it, it is kind of like where horror lives right now. Um, but we'll, we'll talk about that another day, but Creep Show returning and they're going to be using some, um, some unused stories from Stephen King. So like, it's, I'm excited for it. I love Creep Show. Me and you talked before we started recording about Creep Show 2 and, and the raft and all that. I, I just, I love the anthology. Um, type horror things, like whether it's a film, whether it's a TV show, just something about the anthology method always gets me. What are you excited for this new, uh, creep show?
1: Absolutely. And the thing I always loved about Creep Show, I know now it's been done like a billion times, but back then, not really. It's just a bunch of sub stories. It's not, you know, one long story. It's just a bunch, of, a bunch of sub stories. I know there's other shows like, like, uh, American Horror Story and other types of things like that, but back in those days, I mean, when I saw Creep Show, um we're talking probably sometime in the 90s i don't even remember but yeah i'm happy to see that back so i want to see what they do with it and and the fact that they're adapting some stephen king we know obviously he was the man so i'm intrigued to see what happens there
0: yeah yeah i mean creep show is one of those things that i think that just that name it has name recognition so i'm glad that it's coming back uh i think also like there's been some talk about tales from the coming back too so if we can get both of those back on the tv I'm, i'm definitely here for it um but, so we'll, 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 we'll follow that. We'll see how it continues. We'll, I'm sure we'll talk about it more. But the next one, this is the last bit of this new segment. Seven minutes in heaven, or seven, seven in heaven. Yeah, I added the minutes part on this run sheet, so forgive me there. Randomly <laughs> drops on Netflix from Blumhouse, which is, is like, Blumhouse is like the king of horror films right now. Um, and so, two things coming out of this. Um, we, we kind of, we kind of already got into like B, Horror movies are still great. So I'm glad to see that Blumhouse is like do. they have it all covered between the um, <laughs> the B movies, the mainstream movies like Blumhouse is your place to go for horror. Um, what do you think about them randomly dropping a movie on Netflix? And are you going to check it out?
1: Oh, I'm absolutely, good. it's Bloomhouse. It, it it has that name effect alone that, uh, regardless of what, even if they didn't put out a trailer, I don't know anything about it. I'm still going to watch it because it's Bloomhouse. So, also, um, the, the, I read the, uh, the, the, not the synopsis, but kind of the, what it's going to be about. And it seems pretty interesting. So, I, I can't wait to see it.
0: Yeah. And I mean, Bloomhouse, for anyone who doesn't know, they're responsible. Um, for bringing, uh, producing horror movies like Get Out, uh, The Purge series, The Gift, um, Insidious, uh, Insidious, uh, all the, the new Halloween is coming out from them. Um, it's funny. Paranormal because, activity. Yeah, the paranormal activities, um, unfriended. Uh, so they, they really have this horror thing locked down and they're actually branching out from horror too, because they also produce black Klansmen from Spike Lee, which is just funny. Yes. So, um, th- and everything that they've done so far has really been quality, even like stuff like Truth or Dare, which I, I didn't think was great, but it was I definitely it. still entertaining. Yeah, I I enjoyed it, too. Um, Happy Death
1: Day, which I loved Happy Death Day. Loved they it. did that as well. Yes. Um, So, yeah, they... they're actually making a part two. Are they? Yeah. And I know this because I just decided to check out uh, Bloomhouse's Wikipedia today. And that's on for 2000. I think it's February 2019. It's called Happy Death Day to You.
0: I'm definitely, I will definitely be there to check that out. I would. De- oh, and, and they're producing glass. Uh, and they did splits from M. Night Shyamalan. So it's, which is part of the Unbreakable series. So they, they just, they do everything. So anytime they has that stamp of Blumhouse on it, I'm going to at least check it out. Um, and yeah. So, so there you go. That's probably my, one of my favorite, uh, production studios right now is Blumhouse. Absolutely. All right. Well, we, we staved it off long enough. With the news, it's time to get into The Curse of Michael Myers. JB, are you ready? Do we have to? We kind of do, man. That's, this is kind of what we came here for. Fine. All right. Well, we're going to get into the trailer for The Curse of Michael Myers. And then after that, we're going to be discussing this beautiful film that is just a master. No, no. I'm pretty sure we're going to tear it a new asshole. So there you go. Yes! (laughs) Every legend is based on fact. Every myth. is grounded in truth. For 17 years, the town of Haddonfield, Illinois has been haunted by a night when evil roamed the streets and a madman ruled the night. Everyone knows his name. Now, everyone will know the truth I knew what he was but I never knew why Halloween since the origin of Michael Myers all right and that was a trailer from the curse of Michael Myers this was the first and then I tried to do my research. You're the research guy, so I'm pretty sure you'll fact check me. But was this the first
1: role for Paul Rudd? This was, um, I, I always knew Paul Rudd from Clueless, uh, movie with Alicia Silverstone, but this actually came out before Clueless. Both movies were released the same year, but this was actually Paul Rudd's first, uh, first role. And you could tell because, frig, it was, he was not th- that good in this movie, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. And, uh...
0: Paul, Paul Rudd is one of those people who really has grown as an actor. Like, I love Paul Rudd. Yeah, Hey, man, I, I, like, if Paul Rudd's in it, I'm going to check it out because I really do, uh, love, love the way he just, his acting style and his, his type of comedy. But that's not this Paul Rudd at all. That's not, this is like film student Paul Rudd. Like, I don't even know what to, what to say, but, uh, it wasn't terrible. It just wasn't as, as good as what I'm used to him being in. Um, but yeah, we have to get into this. So the start of this movie, we're in October. Uh, 31st, 1989, uh, where Michael Myers and Jamie Lord are abducted from the Haddonfield police station coming off the, the hills of the last Halloween movie. And we fast forward to six years later in 1995. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, JB. The first Halloween movie was set in 78. Is that correct? That's correct. Okay. So all the way in 1995. Now, so Michael Myers has for the better part, of two decades have been terrorizing the city of Haddonfield. Um, my question to you is, why is the city still not shutting down on Halloween, JB? I,
1: I don't know, and I think they they kind of try to put that across a little bit because, um, it seemed like they were kind of shining away from Halloween, but then like the kids are like, no, fuck that, we want to have Halloween. But why is this entire town just not on curfew, shut down, cops raiding the streets? Just like, no, everyone, no, no, we're not. We're just not doing this day. Tomorrow, we'll, we'll we'll be alive again. Tomorrow, let's just get it, but. Hey, if they did that, then we would never have any more Halloweens. True.
0: True. So, Jamie, who had been abducted and held for, uh, six years, um, we, we pop in on her being pregnant, uh, giving birth in this, in this, like, cult, um, her, and her baby, her, well, her baby's born. She tries to flee. One of the midwives helps her flee and she hides the baby. Michael Myers finds her, kills her. What did you think about Jamie being killed this early on in the movie? Cause I, I, for one, I think I stood up and gave it applause and I may have torked a little bit.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, they, 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 they killed her. They killed her early. I mean, I honestly, I, I really didn't give a damn. I'm just being honest. <laughs> I, I, I think maybe if it was Daniel Harris. That was the role. I would have had more of a connection because we've seen her as a little girl and now, now she's kind of gr- grown up a little bit. But I had no connection to this person. So I really didn't give a damn. Um, interesting, interesting note though. They actually tried to get Daniel Harris, but unfortunately they couldn't come to terms. Um, it, it was literally $5,000 that she wanted to cover some legal fees. It's a whole long story of, um, she had to like, she was underage and they were worried about child labor laws. So she wanted to kind of, uh, emancipate or, you know, um, uh, Divorce from her parents, basically, so she didn't have to fall under those those child labor laws. And with all the attorney fees and everything, it was like five thousand bucks. She wanted to recuperate that money, and they weren't not willing to pay her that. And basically, that's why she was not in the movie. Over literally five thousand dollars. How and, old she is at that at that time? Uh Daniel Harris. Yeah. Um, I don't. I would say she's probably. Oh no, I I do know. She was seventeen. She's gonna be seventeen. But here's a question I have to ask you. You ask me a question. I'm gonna ask you a question. Jamie, the character Jamie, in The Last Halloween is nine years old. This is six years later. You're telling me that chick is supposed to be 15 years old? Come on. Yeah, she looks like Come she's, on. like, 26. She's not no damn 15, bro. No way.
0: Yeah, yeah. Now, but, here's another question. Okay. Who Who's the baby daddy? Do they ever reveal
1: that at all? Like, for, I think... Go ahead. So, here's the thing. This... this, this movie is so fucked up because there's actually two different um, versions of this movie. There's the theatrical version, which is basically what I saw, and I'm assuming it's basically what you saw. And then there's actually a um, producer's cut, which is about – I don't know. I've read – maybe it's like – one is like 20 – but no, it's actually about 20 to 30 minutes extra. And in the producer's cut, you understand a lot lot more things. So get this. They kidnap Jamie, and obviously she's with the cult. And they actually force Michael Myers to rape Jamie. So that baby is Michael Myers' baby. That's why he's trying to get the baby throughout. But if you're watching the theatrical version, you don't know this. But what's crazy is it's really friggin' graphic and dark because if you think about it, because Michael Myers, number one, raped somebody. Number two, it was his own friggin' niece. So they don't show that part, um, in the theatrical version. But yeah, what do you, what are your thoughts on that?
0: He must have learned that from the hermit from the previous one. <laughs> Clearly,
1: clearly. <laughs>
0: but, but wait, so that just blew my mind. Okay, so in the producer's cut of the movie, which I did know existed, but I know I had never seen it, Michael Myers rapes his own niece to get her pregnant.
1: Yeah, they, don't, they obviously don't show the rape or anything, but it's you know it's implied that yes, um, you know he raped her and and he had you know she got the baby, so it's wow. his baby and because the cult. Uh, something to do with like you need to sacrifice a child, so oh. he impregnated her to to so they can have the child and sacrifice. That's why like, throughout the movie they're trying to kill the child. Oh my god! Oh Jesus! Um. Wow. Yeah, it's crazy. And like wow. they showed a scene, they showed a scene, and like they showed a scene of it. And I, and I looked it up on YouTube. They showed a scene of like him trying to rape her, and there's like, you know, it's like um. Luther Vandross playing in the background. He had candles and everything. It was crazy.
0: <laughs> so I mean, but you know what? I honestly wish they would have left that in because that makes <laughs> this whole opening a little creepier. Um, and I think it sets it sets a, a a darker tone because when you like, so we talked about this. Like my my kill of this movie is this first one. Well, the second one. I think Jamie secondly the second person killed, and how she like reaches out for him and he like fakes like. Uh, OK, I'm not going to kill you or I'm feeling for you. And then he pushes her further down and then turns on the thresher and completely just just tears her up. But if that would have if they would have added in. Yeah. Well, again, yeah. If they would have added in the story of him raping her and impregnating her, I think that that would have made it even 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 more my killer of, of, of this movie like that. That's crazy. That's great. Nowadays, that would have been left in.
1: Yeah, I can't believe they. And there's a bunch of other other parts to this movie that they left out, and I have a, no idea why. Because I felt like if they left it in, it would have probably made for a way better movie. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, it definitely would have made for a way better movie if they
0: would have left that in. But what do you think about about um about the, just this this setting the tone? Like, what did you think about the cold? What did you think about? uh all this and well at the time i'm watching it like what the fuck is going on at least the first time i saw it. but what were you thinking about that aspect of it
1: yeah very different tone um from what we're used to i mean we're usually used to starting out with the pumpkin heads and and the music and this kind of started like bam into action so you would think like okay there's there's some craziness from the get-go we're in for a good one but you know later on you know things die down obviously and there was a lot of what the fuck moments and one of the one of what the fuck moments for me was when jamie got away she went outside she picked up the phone and you're being chased by a killer with your child and the first person you call is a radio station how the fuck does that make any sense why not call call, call the cops call the friggin' Call somebody. Call call a friend. Call a family member. Call. You're calling a radio station. Well, you gotta think it's been six years. Maybe that number used to be to something else. How does she even know the radio station's phone number? What the hell?
0: That's what I'm saying maybe it was owned by something else. Maybe it wasn't always a radio station.
1: That ain't gonna work for me.
0: I'm I'm, I'm just trying I'm just trying to make sense of it, JB. That's all, man. That's all. But she no, deserved,
1: it, she she deserved to die for that. Shit.
0: <laughs> the the DJ just didn't give a damn anyway. So like. But, and that's the thing too. It's like, you live in Haddonfield. Like, I'm sorry. If anyone calls and says Michael Myers and anyone else is trying to kill them, you believe it. Like, you, you exactly. believe it.
1: Exactly. That, that that's Haddonfield. That's, you, that, every, everyone should be on high alert at all times. I don't even know why anyone even lives in this place anymore.
0: It's just like, like you living in Florida. Like, if they tell you it's a hurricane warning, you believe it. Like, you don't, you don't even <laughs> exactly. need to read, you believe it. Um, but we're, we're gonna move forward now. So we, we go back to Haddonfield and we see Tommy Doyle, who I honestly, my first time watching this movie, did not realize that was the same person that Laurie Show was babysitting in the original movie. What did you think about them bringing back? To, and there's a couple of people who were brought back because the man in black was actually in the first movie as well, or at least mentioned. Uh, but what did you think about Tommy coming back in this film?
1: Yeah, it was cool. It was cool that they brought him back. And actually he was briefly in, uh, part as well when they went in the drugstore one of the, the the characters that didn't really speak was implied to be tommy but it's cool that they brought him back um a little bit of nostalgia for the halloween fans and um yeah that was cool to watch and again it was played by Tommy was played by paul rudd so that's interesting
0: yeah yeah and so he um he finds the baby and so it's 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 just weird that he finds the baby he was the the one being babysat in the original movie and he's like oh All obsessed with the Strode family and seeing Michael uh, as a kid and wanting to find out more about it. I really like this. And and like we said before, there are, while this movie is not great, there are some great themes in this movie and having that. Like, as a storyline, like the trauma of of living in Haddonfield and being involved in this, this kind of made sense. And I understood that about this character. And I I really did like that aspect of his character.
1: Yeah. Well, how about, how about the aspect of him being a perv and looking at, looking at Kara Strode? I mean, you would have looked too, wouldn't you? Let's move forward. Well, I mean, listen, you, you you bro. You live in Haddonfield. If you're not worrying about, if you're not worrying about getting killed, what else is left to do? You have to have some sort of enjoyment in life in Haddonfield. It's not. It, what are you gonna do? God knows how much time you have. It's Halloween time. You're probably gonna die. Might as well have some sort of enjoyment. Creep's got a creep. He's got a creep. Oh man, uh, I, we're gonna get taken off the air, JB. That's all right. That's all right. <laughs> it, it's never, it's never stopped us before.
0: True. That's very true. Um. Oh man, I don't even know where, where, where was I? Um, <laughs> but, okay. So, Tommy, who runs into Dr. Loomis, um, and tells him about the Stroh family living in the Myers house and them coming to the determination that Michael Myers has returned to Haddonfield. What did you think about Tommy linking up with Dr. Loomis and, this is i i'm trying to be nice because this was the last time we actually get to see dr loomis uh we get to hear someone try to imitate his voice in h2o which i have a long rant plan for that when we get to that movie Mm -hmm. but um what did you think about tommy and dr loomis and and the tag team that formed here
1: yeah it was nice to see them working together because it kind of again brought back the original halloween when you know time was a kid and dr loomis was there it kind of came full circle um Interesting note on this one again, at least in my opinion, it felt that Dr. Loomis was barely in this movie. I feel like there was only a couple – he was only a couple scenes and when I I was doing the research on this, come to find out, he was actually in a lot of scenes. But apparently the director felt that he was boring, so cut like a bunch of his scenes. So that's why – yeah, that's why. And to be honest, and I'm I'm being with all due respect on this one. At this point, you could tell Loomis, uh, you know, Don Pleasance was done. Um, he he literally died. Um, while the before the film was even released, you see at the end with the credits wrong. Um, they said like in memory of Don Pleasance, uh, Donald Pleasance. You could tell he was like on his last leg, and it didn't seem as the same Doctor Loomis that we've seen in prior. Um, prior Halloween. So, you know, it's nice that he was able to do one last one, but, you know, sometimes you just gotta move forward. Yeah, sometimes you
0: gotta do what you gotta do. Um, so we get, we also, we get another kill for Michael Myers here. And I know this, this, this one is special to you, but Michael Myers kills Deborah, which is Kara's mom. Um, but before we get into all that, we gotta talk about, cause we, we kinda, I kinda glossed over this. Stroats. But yeah, the stroke, like, Kara's dad just straight up pimp smacking her. Like, what, is this how, is this how your family dinners are held? Or do you just go around smacking your family members, Uh JB?
1: So there's a little bit I want to talk about this. Again, um, and this is, you can't really tell based on the theatrical version. But on the producer version, apparently you can tell a little bit more. But um, so here's the thing: you have Karen; she has a son. Uh, the son's name was Danny, I believe. And and as the father, John Schroedt said, is like she left for a while and came back with the kid. And he calls the, she, you know, he calls the kid a bastard and all that. Well, apparently in the producers uh, the producers cut. There's a little bit more scenes with, with John and Kara and John and also the, the, uh, the kid Danny. And what it's implied is that John actually, uh, and yes, I'm going to repeat myself from earlier. John actually raped Kara. And Danny is actually his kid. And that's how she left for five years and came back. Now that the kid, you know, the kid is older and came back, like she, you know, this whole thing happened and she left. And, um, in the parts that you did not see on the producer's cut, he was kind of more, um, he was, he was even meaner to the kid but then kind of had a soft side because he realized like you know what that's my that's my kid um obviously we don't see any of that in the theatrical version but that's why he is the way he is because at first he's like with total anger like he knows that's his kid and he raped his daughter and every time he looks at her it makes him sick but we don't know any of that obviously we just think he's an asshole which he's an asshole but uh what are your thoughts on that so this movie should have been titled the curse of incest (laughs) <laughs> actually the, f- another funny story the, the the curse of Michael Myers that was never supposed to be the title that was a rib or I shouldn't even use the term rib that's more of a wrestling term but that was an inside joke by the writers and directors because there were so many issues when they did this movie the producers were fighting with the directors and the writers and they had like 11 different scripts and they reshot like a million different scenes and they're like this movie is just cursed like this is the curse of Michael Myers and it just stuck and they put it on the friggin tagline Wow.
0: That's interesting. Um, but yeah, the, the, Kara and Danny and, and Danny, who, over the course of this movie, is like, like when when the, his mom got smacked, held up a knife to I guess his actual dad, but he's like hearing voices throughout this movie and stuff. Like D- Danny is a, a, is going to be a pretty good series. Like why 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 did we not get Danny in future sequel? Like he should be the new Michael Myers, right?
1: Absolutely. Well, again, th- there's so much uh, and it, it fucking pisses me off. I don't know Mustafa Akkad really fucked this series up in a lot of ways. A lot of the stuff was his fault. One there was about. Like, like 10 or 11 different alternate endings. I'm not jumping forward here, but one of the alternate endings was Danny. Uh, like we said, he, like you said he, he was hearing voices. We never got a resolution to any of that. We never saw it come to Hannah, but one of the endings was he was actually supposed to kill Kara. Kind of the same way Michael Myers killed his sister, or Jamie, it was implied, Jamie killed her mom at the end of 4. Same way, he killed Kara, and he was supposed to be taken over as like the new Michael Myers. That was supposed to be one of the alternate endings. But obviously, that idea got chopped.
0: Wow. And speaking of something I wish would have got chopped, so we have to talk about it. So, over the course of this movie, we find out that, through Tommy, that he believes that Michael Myers was actually inflicted with a a druid curse called the thorn. And we find out that the cult is actually like they, they want to Jamie's baby is like a new cycle of evil. And there's something about when wanting to use that evil to, it was just a really confusing and, Wayly, way overdone, done plot. What did you think about the coat and that whole o- aspect of the thorn and Michael Myers is is just a, a cog in like a,
1: a, a continuing cycle? Like, what do you think about all that? it's so convoluted and just an um, absolute mess i think they were just throwing a bunch of shit and praying to god that one of these piles of shit they're throwing at the wall will stick with with each viewer like maybe that shit piece of shit will stick with him that piece of shit will stick with her that piece of shit shit will stick with them i think that that's what they were doing literally that's what they were doing i mean again it, it's documented the amount of shit that happened throughout this entire filming where there was so many arguments again like I stated before and they really had no idea of what they were doing before we we started recording we were just talking about podcasts and one of the things we were talking about was like okay when you're doing a podcast kind of have like a plan down they, for this film, it's the same way with almost anything in life, and with this film, it doesn't seem like they had a plan down, like, hey, we're gonna do this, and then from here, we're gonna go there, and et cetera, et cetera. They didn't have that blueprint, and it's eminent on what we saw, uh, much like the, the the previous movie, but this one was just a bunch of garbled mess, and that whole cult thing, I, I was not a fan of it at all. At all, period.
0: Yeah, that, that mess was just, it was just retarded. Um...
1: It, didn't, it didn't work for you in part three. Why are you bringing it back now?
0: I, I just, man, I don't know. I don't know what the hell they thought they were doing or what they had going on. But um, we 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 kind of have skipped over some kills here. Um, JB, so we we I started talking about it earlier when Michael Myers happened to kill Kara's mother. Um,
1: that ha- that's that's one of your moments, right? Absolutely, that is my white girl moment. And let me explain why. We mm-hmm. all have we all have a a, a place that we live in uh, our home, uh, you know. Everyone knows your home pretty well. This woman lives at her house. She knows her house well. She's in the backyard running away from Michael Myers. She moves the sheet and realizes, holy fuck, there's a fence there. I-, I have no way to get out. How do you not know your own backyard and know there's a fence there? She-, she-, she should go the opposite way to where the exit is. She deserved to be killed because, again, it's her own backyard, and for me, that's the white girl mom. <laughs>
0: well, damn, JB. Damn, cutthroat. Um, But I agree completely, like, if anything, you should know your house. Like, you should, you should be prepared. You should have an exit strategy. Just, even if it's not like an actual formalized plan of how you're going to escape if a serial killer comes, you should know, like, hey, if I go over here, I can get the hell out and get out of Dodge. I can get into the next door neighbor's house from here. Like, there, there was none of that. She was complete. Maybe they just built the fence the day before.
1: No, Nah. I mean, her, also her character was just like, whatever. Like, I mean, frick, her husband threw money in her face and she was like, okay. She deserved to die. Fuck it. Bitch, but I have my money.
0: Money. Okay. (laughs) But, um... (laughs) So, the the ending of this movie, man, it... Talk about convoluted. So, Kara, the baby, Dr. Loomis, and Tommy all end up in this compound, I guess we'll call it, of where the cult is. Um. I, I, don't even know what to say about this ending. So we get Tommy injecting, uh, Michael Myers with a corrosive type liquid, then beats him with a lead pipe. Um, and Dr. Loomis in, in my white girl moment of this film is out and then decides to go back because he has business to attend to. And then we hear him screaming as the movie ends. So he's, he's getting murdered. Like what makes sense of this for me, JB? You're the technical guy here. Makes sense.
1: He, well in character he's a fucking idiot and out <laughs> out, out of character the, the the writers are fucking idiots so, so it, it's just all it, that that's, that's that's basically what it is um i will say though again what i talked about a lot of different alternate endings this was not the planned ending actually one another alternate ending was they had down pleasant dr loomis he was Michael Myers was just gonna kind of like get away, and he was kind of gonna take over as the cult leader um in one ending he kills Wynne and he takes over as the cult leader in another ending he win gets away and in a later you know in a later uh part, Win would come back later, you know maybe like Halloween ten or whatever it is, but Dr. Loomis will take over as the cult leader, but unfortunately he died. So that ending was cut, and um just as like a nod to the to the actor and like in honor of him, they shot that that last part where um you know you just heard him yell, and that's kind of him dying off um but uh, like you know it is a white hormone because why do you, you you're already free? why do you go back in? but I understand why they did it, you know, all jokes aside I understand why they did it the way they did it,
0: yeah, and it's just. Because they couldn't get him to come back. So it's, it's kind of better left that they did leave it with something like this. Um, but it's just, this, this whole thing was just written. It's just a hot mess. It's just a hot mess of shit. Um, and I'm, I'm thoroughly glad we made it through without like pulling out our eye sockets. Like I almost felt like the kids at the end of Halloween three, like my head should have turned into a pumpkin watching
1: this. Yeah, I mean, oh my god, it was just it was just uh I, I feel like I, I don't want the I don't want the listeners to think like, oh man, all these guys ever do is shit on the movies. But I mean, what are we supposed to do? The movie was freaking bad. It was really bad. Um and I, I we were talking before we recorded, like di- doing this series right now, it really affects my the way I'm looking at Halloween altogether now because I always remember Halloween like this great series and now that I'm watching it back as an adult not like a teenager or even younger than that the series is actually up until this point is really bad leaving out Halloween 1 and 2 and um Halloween 4 had its moments Halloween 3 was horrible the last one was horrible this one the curse of michael myers was horrible um yeah I don't I don't remember it being this bad as a kid
0: yeah you know honestly the thing again I I think it's just that thing that I talked about earlier at least for me that even a bad horror film is still horror Um, and then of course over the course of the years it's like I I think I remembered the best parts of all the Halloween series and I just forgot about some of the craziness that happened in those middle movies but really when you look at it Halloween 1, Halloween 2, Halloween H2O the perfect trilogy you can almost leave out everything else
1: what it was is like they're like you know what We'll keep making them. We'll keep getting paid. I mean, the budget on this movie—I didn't—we didn't go into all the numbers, but the budget was five million dollars. They ended up grossing a little over fifteen. But the key number for me, for me, is they grossed fifty million dollars. Half of that was in the first week. So in the first, obviously, the, the first week you're gonna do good because everyone, oh, it's the new Halloween movie. But it goes to show how bad the movie was that they didn't that steam just died down after the first week because the same amount they made in week one they made for the rest of the time it was out so that just goes to show um but again yes the movie was shit but again there was some 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 high spots that we spoke about and also i i wanted to mention my best kill as well which was john strode um when he dies and michael myers kills him um it's so so much is involved like you know, he gets, he electrocutes him and then to the point where his head just explodes. We've never gotten that from any Michael Myers, uh, or, uh, Halloween movie, something that graphic. So I thought that was pretty cool, uh, just the visual of that of his head exploding and, that's probably one of the very few times in this series that I was legitimately happy to see some someone die because that guy was truly an asshole in the movie. So I was so happy to see him die. Oh yeah, he definitely he de- especially
0: with that the bit of detail that you just uh, gave us from the produ- producer's cut. Um, he definitely deserved it. So uh, yeah, yeah that that that's probably the best kill maybe in the whole series.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: <laughs> so overall i mean jb what are, we, what are we giving this wonderful film man
1: so i'm gonna shock everybody and and i'm gonna go ahead and and give this a a de- definite go see it but when you go watch this watch the producer's cut
0: i would actually agree with that. i haven't seen the producer's cut but just from what you said about it i think it definitely would add something to the movie maybe even fill in some of those holes that i have so yeah go see it for sure um, if you're, if you're a, Hall- a Halloween, or Michael Myers fan, if you're just over it, then don't. But if you're a, a, a fan of the genre, then definitely I'd say you can go see it.
1: Absolutely. Now, Hayes, we just wrapped up Halloween Curse of Michael Myers. What do we have on deck?
0: Whew, we have a double dose and that is Halloween H2O and Resurrection,
1: one of which is a great movie. And the other one is
0: Halloween Watch Resurrection. <laughs>
1: is Halloween Resur- – uh, as far as I know, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, isn't that universally known as like the worst one? Yes. Oh, wonderful. Can't wait. <laughs> yeah,
0: man. Yeah. Buster Rhymes. I'm so glad we're almost done with this series. I really am.
1: I really am. And, and, you know, it really pains me to say that because I never, ever in a million years thought I, I would be saying that about Halloween. It just has such this – Again this nostalgic thing about it like, I hold it as one of like the top series ever I mean it's freaking Michael Myers but sadly I yeah I cannot wait um I'm a little bit past that not only that that the series is not that great but also for us to branch off into other things you know we have a, we have a lot of things planned um we we just ran a uh, or you know you just ran a poll online or we put out a couple different movies to see what people want so um i'm definitely interested and and can't wait to to kind of branch off and do some other things in this genre yeah
0: yeah and i, I think that um i understand why we chose um to do it this way to start with but i, I think i think getting to do like something different every week and not being stuck with, i mean well not every week but every episode that we do um and not being stuck in one series is really going to it's really
1: gonna help and it's gonna keep you fresh. Absolutely. And uh yeah, I mean that that's pretty much it. I guess we can um unless you have anything else to add. No, let's go ahead and sign off. Yeah, I definitely also want to thank all the listeners. Um CEO Hayes has been informed me of the downloads we're getting and we've seen some reviews. We definitely want to appreciate everyone for dropping reviews and, and um leaving ratings and things like that. Um feedback is always always encouraged. We really appreciate it.
0: Yeah, absolutely, and we're gonna we're gonna do the polls more often, um, just especially like the in between times and stuff like that. So be on the lookout for those, and don't don't just vote and keep it moving. You can also use the comments to actually leave a comment, your thoughts or whatever. So definitely, we 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 look forward to the interaction.
1: Absolutely, and f- before we close off and we go into our Twitter handles and all that good stuff, I just wanted to give the kill count. For this movie, Halloween, Curse of Michael Myers, the kill count was seventeen. Wow!
0: That, I swear it didn't feel like it was that many. Well,
1: the, course the reason uh, for this for Halloween, they have a tendency to do like a scene where there's like a shit ton of kills. That came when he was killing. He killed like in that one scene with the doctors. There was like six or seven people alone that died in that scene. There was a bunch of random doctors and nurses. So that kind of, you know, those kills kind of brings up the count. That may, and, yeah
0: yeah that yeah. makes sense
1: right so in other and in other halloweens we saw stuff like that where like uh, a group of people get killed so it kind of ups the kill count but yeah at the end of the day it was 17 all
0: right well it's time to go ahead and sign off you guys know where you can find me you can find me at ceo hayes at ceo h a i z e
1: and i can be reached at the p1 jb that's at t-h-e p-1 jb send any nudes um to jb because he definitely needs them in this dark time after reviewing this series now i'm gonna get fucking fbi coming knocking on my door (laughs) peace people